0: Hey, welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sal Interdonato. The Black Knight Nation podcast is brought to you by Higher Echelon. We thank Joe Ross and Higher Echelon for sponsoring our podcast, as always. And uh, first off, let's plug some stuff on our website. We have Seth Mendelssohn's Game Story. And within Seth Mendelssohn's Game Story are all these press conference videos. Crazy, like, you know, who's up there? Uh, Bryson Daly, Leo Lohan, Jabari Moore, um, Jabril Williams. Coach Munkin, I got to t- talk to L.O. M- Madozi as a one-on-one, an exclusive Black Knight Nation interview that's up on our YouTube channel. Um, take take a look at those. Uh, I just wrote a story on Jabari Moore, um, his his uh, big play in the end zone. Not his first big play in the end zone as an Army football player. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but now I'm going to welcome in Seth Mendelssohn and, and Brendan in Jersey to talk about Army's 17-14 win. <laughs> over Holy Cross on Saturday at Mikey Stadium. Um, guys, we I'm going into this game, we thought, okay, you just beat Air Force, you just knocked Air Force from the ranks of the MB and Uh you got the first leg of the CIC in the bag, and we're gonna see some momentum off that game. You know, maybe hopefully get some momentum from the offense and maybe come up with a uh, you know, a little bit more um I can't think of the word. Just, just win more comfortably than they did. Uh, you know, against a decent Holy Cross team. I mean, we're not saying Holy Cross is a world beater. You know, they're not. I mean, they're a good team. They're not a great team. They're an FCS team. They're a team that Army should beat by more than three points. And uh, there's my there's my 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 uh, opening statement. Seth, go ahead. Okay.
1: Well, um, you know, it was a good place to be yesterday. Enjoyed the game. I agree with you totally. Um, I was expecting. A high scoring game. I'm expecting our offense to really come out and really, you know, put it together. Um, of course, we didn't see that. Um, we, the defense played well. They didn't they they bent but they didn't break, as we as I say in my article and we've talked about. Um, and that's the reason Army won the game. They won the game as Coach Munkin said, because they blocked that that punt early on. That gave them a seven-nothing lead. Um, and you know, a couple of turnovers by Holy Cross um it led to the second touchdown you know eventually the second touchdown in the first half and then the field goal in the second half and that's that um i was i was hoping for a lot more and i think um a lot of people like myself uh maybe i'm put words in you guys mouths but uh probably you guys too we, we we're we're disappointed in in the offense once again and as we talked before this we- is uh four games of um of three touchdowns, three offensive touchdowns in the last four games, and as Sal noted uh, to us before we went on, four games that Army has had one or less touchdowns in a game um, out of ten games. Offensive touchdowns. offensive touchdowns, offensive. Offensive. Yeah, I'm sorry, correct. Offensive touchdowns. Thank you. So a little de- happy for the win. A win's a win. We're four and five now. Going to a big game against Coastal, uh, and then of course the Navy game, and uh, which everybody's looking forward to. But I expected more, and we can talk about why.
0: Yeah, I mean, Coach Munkin was also, and you listen to Coach Munkin's uh, press conference. Uh, he's all he was also disappointed in the uh, in the offense too. Brendan, your uh, your your first take on the game?
2: Yeah, so I, I'll I'll definitely take the win, and um, I, I I you know I, I think I, I I mean Seth's right. I mean I think we all expected a little more um, out of Army's offense yesterday, but. Uh, I, I can fr- i can forgive this result somewhat just because i think it's natural for a, a team like army who's kind of been struggling this season you know they they're coming off uh, a hugely emotional physical and historical win uh against air Force so i think it's natural for them to have a letdown and then holy Cross clearly i mean holy cross put up a very kind of like classic army type effort where they were, you know i mean they were very competitive with boston college earlier in the season and they saw an opportunity to where maybe they could you know collect an fbs scalp this season and um went out there and, and gave it pretty much all they had um you know i mean but for one or two plays uh, this game uh might have gone their way um so I, I you know i can i can i can forgive the results somewhat and you know really like it. Kind of, <laughs> I mean, once once Army beat Air Force, it's sort of like, all right. Well, like, are they going to beat Navy and and finish the job on the CIC? So it's not like these games don't matter, but um, I think kind of like keeping your team healthy and keeping your team cohesive. I mean, I I would like to see them work on more things in the playbook, especially that Drew Thatcher passing game that we were promised, which which they did. Uh, I think there were a couple plays yesterday where. I could point to and say, okay, like, that's a Drew Thatcher, you know, passing offense play right there. Um, But I don't know. I mean, I kind of hope uh, next week versus Coastal is just, like, a little more open wide because I want Navy to have to worry about as many things (laughs) in Army's playbook as possible. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, at the end of the day, uh, like everybody's saying, a win is a win.
0: Yeah, a win is a win. But, I mean, I tell you, in that fourth quarter, right, I almost thought there were more um booth reviews than there were touchdowns in the game. I looked through the stats and according to the stats there were four booth reviews in the fourth quarter. I thought there was five maybe six booth reviews and you know there were only four total touchdowns scored in the game. I mean when it it was a drag it out to the end type game and for Army I guess to hang in there and get the W, right? I mean um converting that fourth down and the funny thing is on that fourth and short that sealed the game where they um, could kneel to take a couple kneel downs. Coach Munkin told us after the press conference that was the same play that they ran twice on the goal line on that possession where they failed to score a touchdown. They read the same play twice on the goal line, didn't score on the goal line, but it worked, you know, that time when they needed it the most, I guess, to seal the game up. And there you go. Um, you know, special teams, you know, obviously had a big uh, big day with uh the pump block and you know, Jabril Williams is a guy who always seems to be in the middle of a pump block for Army, right? Last year, he blocked a punt, I believe, against UConn. Mm-hmm. Uh, he recovered the block punt against Navy, and now he has a pump block that leads to a touchdown by freshman L.O. Uh, Madozzi. And uh, so Jabril Williams is becoming like kind of a special teams ace for Army, so to speak, or a big play special teams guy. And that's what I thought Noah Short would, would be. But then Noah Short's taken the next step on offense, right, and been one of the Army's prime receivers. So, I don't know. You, you know, after the pump block, you figure, okay, you know, things are going and moving in Army's direction. But, you know, the offense had that good drive with the Terrell Robinson touchdown, but not a hell of a lot after that, other than the big play to Casey Reynolds where, you know, well, Casey I'll- Reynolds. Yeah, Go to finish, man. Well, Casey Reynolds, I mean, that play 69 yards, right. Could have been a 70 yard touchdown. Um, he's not really in that situation too often where he's running, you know, in, in the open field looking to get the score. So, I mean, that's a, that's a play where probably they would, they would have liked to get the, the six and not have to earn it on, on the goal line, which they didn't get it. And, you know, um, I don't want to get, I don't want to get too far ahead with that, that goal line. Um, the plays in the goal line but it's something that we've talked about a lot so go ahead Seth.
1: i was gonna say that you know the penalties came into play both ways um they hurt army uh uh, uh on a couple of drives especially that goal line uh uh stance there where they try to score it after casey's completion but also helped army with you know they got the the roughing the passer penalty that ended up result resulted in the uh in the field goal um in the um in the fourth quarter that put that and end up being the the difference in, in the game. So penalties definitely played a role. Um, you know, Munkin mentioned penalties um, about the offense. There was no turnovers for army. Uh, they didn't turn the ball over, but penalties hurt them. And, you know, that's something that has to be looked at. And, um, um, you know, I don't know if you want to talk about this now, but when you're on first, first and one on the one and you get called for a holding penalty, that says to me, and maybe I'm jumping the gun here, but that says to me we should the quarterback, Daly should have been under center to push it in. Uh, when you're five yards back, it opens the door for holding penalties. Uh, much more likely to happen because you have more time for it to take place. Um, so that's something they have to work on for the last two games. You know, um, Brendan makes a comment about beating Navy. <clears throat> Everybody wants to beat Navy, but it would be nice to you know finish six and six. And you have to be coastal, and they're a good team.
0: Um, yeah, you know um, the whole thing, right, with this under center stuff. And Brendan, please uh, provide us some insight because, like, we're at the game, we're not on, we're not, we don't get, we could watch the TV screen in the press box if we want to on every play, but that's not how I watch a game. But just tell us they they went under center for a couple plays in this game. Um, the first under center plays that were kneel downs all season, I believe, and. So tell us what you saw there, and I mean, they're practicing under center plays now apparently in practice. So, yeah,
2: I mean that was that yeah. was a shock. There's there's two under center plays in particular that I can remember. There might have been another one that that I, I missed uh, watching from home, but um, there was there was one that was a a pass play at, to the left to the short side of the field that was incomplete, and then there was another one that was. Uh, like a classic kel walker type from the yeah, from from those days uh toss sweep that uh uh i think it was I pre- i don't remember if it picked up a first down or what but it was it was a nice gain um i think it might have converted a first down i can't remember but uh certainly surprising <laughs> to see them break out that formation uh in what game number 9 of the season yeah 10, game number yeah. 10 of the season yeah, yeah.
0: They didn't have that for Air Force. You know, they they want to just run straight, you know, delay reads for Air Force. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hey, we, we've talked about this in Nauseam all you know, all year long about this, this gun offense, and when you get to the short yardage plays, why aren't you under center? Why isn't Jacoby Buchanan running the ball? I guess when you're in the shotgun I, – I came up with this theory yesterday. I guess I was driving home from the game. I guess – they feel like they have a better chance from the shotgun of Bryson Daly scoring and Jacoby Buchanan leading Bryson Daly than they have Jacoby Buchanan running from five yards behind center. You know, I guess that's how they, I don't know. That's what analytics say. I don't know. Um, but the fact that he he doesn't really, you know, that's his bread and butter. He is among the top players in Academy history and rushing touchdowns. This guy, he, he knows he finds the end zone yet. You do not use them in these situations is, is kind of, you know, we're, we're in the going into the 11th game of the season. And you know, it's mind boggling.
1: It's mind. Does it
0: make sense? Brendan, does it make sense? I don't know to me. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't
2: know. I mean, to be, I mean, to be fair, like, I don't know. I I think I think they've had decent success like when like when they get down to the goal line um but uh yeah, I don't know. I mean if 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 it was if it was up to me, you know, you'd be you'd be under center at the goal line, but um I don't know. I mean yeah. the, the the whole like I mean the whole the whole reason why they always said they they didn't run that many shotgun plays unless it was something they were really working on for a particular week. Is because it's it's not it's not easy to just go from like under center snaps to shotgun snaps for the uh, center quarterback exchange. So I I assume it's the same rationale in reverse, but I don't know.
1: I think that's kind of hard. That's 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 one of the easiest plays an offense can do. You know, the center giving the ball to the quarterback. You know, underneath it's, it, it's, a, it's a, it should be easy it should be seamless um and that we, we we're being told over and over again that we don't that army doesn't work on it um or we'll work on it <laughs> take you know take a, it, it seems to be needed it, it, this is not the first time we're talking about this um the, the 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 goal is to always you know to enhance your offense as the season goes along and where you see, you know th- see things you may need to, to to put into into the playbook um so I don't, uh, I, I don't, I know we all, all don't get it, but I don't get it. But having said that, they won the game, and that's the bottom line. When you look back ten years from now, they beat. We're Holy not going to look
0: back ten years from now and look at this Holy Cross game, Seth. We're not. We're <laughs> not, not, not going to care. We're not going to care to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I, you might, but everybody else in the world will not care. Army fans in the world will not care. Um, yeah, I probably will. Yeah. <laughs> they say it's a matter of investment. they're investing their practice time in in the, in the gun offense and the gun option plays and they want to get those down, but I'm saying you've invested that time for you know 11 weeks now or however the season's been plus spring plus preseason and i don't know i mean we're gonna get past this we were bringing up all the time but it may come down look at last year's army navy game right it came down to a goal line play by navy the cic trophy could come down to army with the ball at the one yard line and do they go from shotgun or do they go from under center you know that could that could happen the chances are okay with that let's get to some comments um uh, John Griffin saying Isaiah Austin looked healthy in the pregame video. I posted. Is he close to returning to action? Um, not sure on that. I've thought I heard they're gonna try to get him back for Navy. Um, we'll see if they may give him a go for coastal, but I don't really see I don't know. Do you use I do you take the chance and use Isaiah Austin against Coastal with the commander in chief's trophy on the line and a couple of weeks later against Navy, I'm not sure that's gonna be a that's a that's a Coach Munkin question. Um I w I was happy at least they tried taking snap under center, says uh ben Davis and uh Kent checking in daily has to be able to throw better, especially in this offense. Uh yeah, I mean the um, Coach Munkin said in his press conference, right, Seth, that the one play to Lingenfelter they probably would have had for a touchdown if every day everybody was in sync. Right. Yeah, you know, I think it's just a matter. Of, my thing is, if you're taking, you're investing your time in practice and all these, you know, gun option plays. I'm guessing you're throwing the ball too in practice a little bit more than you were last year. So I'm guessing you are working on the plays. It's a matter of timing, and it's, um, you know, it's it, it's it's a feel too. So we'll see how that goes. I mean, we'll see we'll see what happens this week against Coastal if they have to throw the ball a little bit more. Because and, of the remember, you have
1: three weeks off after coastal before navy. You have three weeks in between coastal and navy, and uh, I'm sure, you know Thanksgiving's in there. So I'm sure the kids get to go home or something is done, but um, I'm not even sure. Is that true, Sal? You probably know that better than I do. They do they get to leave campus on the football? If you're yeah, the-
0: sometime. Yeah, they'll they'll practice on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and then they'll probably be given the Thanksgiving weekend off normally. Sure. Okay, but
1: still, two and a half weeks or thereabouts. You would hope that they would put some new things in. We always talk about it before the game. You know what? What are the two teams going to do to fool the other team? This is the big game. Um, I just hope that they, they they do something like that and uh, and create situations where, for if it's first and one, you can get underneath center. You can push yourself in and hopefully get in. And if you don't get it in the first tries, watching the Charges today, they tried twice uh were not successful they end up not being successful end up costing them but yeah. um at least they tried you know they tried to push the quarterback in from the two he got to the one second time he got to like the half inch yard um uh, and um I, i'm i'm you know i'm i'm just surprised by it i'm surprised they're not
0: trying yeah. at this point it, it's time to Put that to bed. But I, I will say um, we have a couple more comments I'll get to in a second. I will say in this game, and we'll put the offense to bed, and we'll get to, to talk about the defense. They had another good game. Um A little bit more pitch plays, right, guys? A little bit more getting Tyrell Robinson, um the ball a little bit more on the perimeter. He scored a 14-yard touchdown. It's good to see. He's a big part. He should be a big part of this offense. He's a weapon. He makes a difference so um hopefully uh they'll be able to find them well i think they tried to hit him on a wheel route too that didn't work out um but those wheel routes are going to be there if you're going to keep on running up the middle you know if you keep on lulling people to sleep with those those inside runs with the quarterback or kanye Udo. there's sentai robinson on the wheel route he's a capable receiver so um you know just this is what we should be doing. This is what should be all these different things
1: you're talking about. We're all talking about that that's what makes an offense interesting. Um, you know, doing different things. So nobody knows what what you're gonna do.
0: Hey, Steve Miller, thanks for joining us, Steve. Uh, I had a big smile when they went under center, ran a good counter. we were definitely missing easy passes in the gun, no doubt. And then Ven Dave uh Ben Davis confirmed, you know, the missed pass to Lingenfelter would have been a short T D if we connected. Um Ben coming in hot here. The option looked good. Seems like same old some pitches are a little late. I think is that by design, you think, Brendan, that they're like it seems like Bryson Daly's almost taking it to the edge before he pitches it. Yeah, I mean,
2: uh and and some of them went for a significant game too, where he was really like he was really pushing it as far as he could uh before pitching the ball. So uh that certainly seemed to be um up to him and his read. Uh, I would say
0: big big shout out I want to give Bryson Daly like as usual Um the way he plays and how hard he plays and the hit he took on that goal line play on the fourth and one and that was a major major level right there and he bounced back up and didn't miss a didn't miss a snap on the next series dude's tough he runs hard I think he's a winning player. You know, it's just you gotta put him in the position where he can where he can make those those winning plays sometimes. And I think that sometimes, you know, even Coach Munkin talked about that against the against UMass. Sometimes they, they gotta just put the players in their best position to be successful. Um we talked yeah. about the defense. Um, you know, second straight week, you know, pretty good. They went so they were going seven quarters, I believe, without a score. Um, allowing a score until UMass uh, got that touchdown. I believe in the third quarter. Um, you know, pretty pretty solid do- job by the defense again. Giving up a ton of yards, right? Giving up a ton of yards. Army's outgained in this game. The time of possessions and UMass is UMass Holy Cross's favor. Sorry about that. Um, the stats don't look. If you look at the stats, you think probably Holy Cross won this game, but it's the defense that comes up with the, some big plays. And you know, Leah Lowen playing out of his mind in the first half, he was all over the place. And they gave him a little bit of a break toward the end of the first half, and they brought in, I think, Brett Jarena to play the inside backer. I'm like, this dude could have 15 tackles probably in the first half and probably have another sack or two and another turnover. That's how well he's playing. And, um, man, he's turned it up the last couple of games, right, guys? Yeah, I, I
1: I think there's many guys. The one thing I've seen from this team is there's no quit here. Um, even when they, you know, getting blown out by uh, LSU, they come right back. You know, in in, in the Troy game, these, these kids are playing really hard, and you see it across the board. They're, they're giving it all. You know, you know, Daly got right up from that hit. You know, he came right off to the sideline. I'm sure it must have hurt, but he was ready to go when he was called on again. Uh, we're seeing it with the kicking team. We're seeing with the, you know, Quinn that uh, Moretzky made another uh, key field goal. You're seeing it on the on the defense. You know, Leo had a great game, but other players really I was impressed with, with this team is they want to win. They really do. And the defense, like you just said, they 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 they, they were they were run all over them, but at the right time they made the plays they had to make and um won the game.
0: And let's be fair, this defense has played well enough in the game against Louisiana Monroe. They played well enough in the UMass game to win, they played well again in the um uh Troy game, you know didn't didn't 19 points is still a pretty good defensive performance that when your offense is doing nothing and you're on the field all the time mm-hmm. you know i mean so i mean they, they they've had their the really downfall was that lsu game you know when you're going up against lsu that's totally different you know i mean that's that's a, that's another uh but they, they they've they hung in there for the most part yeah they give up their share of Yardage, they give up their share of big plays sometimes, but then they come up with the big plays and none none bigger than Jabari Moore's knockdown on that fourth down pop pass. And I was in the back of the end zone. I had a perfect view of it. Um I, I posted the video all over the place. I even took a screenshot that from the video that I used for this um uh, for this podcast uh header. So I mean uh opener. So I mean just Jabari Moore, just really good instincts on that play. I mean I necessarily didn't think that UMass was going to do that pop pass watching from about 10 yards away, but I mean, he was ready for it. And uh, he credited Nate Woody and the coaches for, you know, running that play through, I guess, during the week. And, um, you know, they don't have that play. They, and uh, army probably doesn't win the game. So
1: that's true. Very true.
0: Let's go to, uh, Ben Davis, uh, Ben, you should just join us. We should just bring you on, and you should just give your your opinions on Army football. We got to get we got to get you on one time, Ben. Uh, the defense brought it again. Some things to do better as a whole. A lot of arm tackles which weren't successful. Huge play by Jabari. Awesome, uh, Steve Miller. We know the defense needs a rest. The offense can can't go three and out all game. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. tough. I mean those guys. I mean Jimmy Charlo played. Played well again. Uh, Quinn Ham, uh, Q Hammonds had a big, had a pretty good game too. Good, good game, uh, yeah. Q, Q Hammonds. I mean, I don't know, Brendan. You maybe you have an, an opinion of this, and maybe Seth does too. He's he's maybe one of the fastest defensive players Army's ever had. Quinn Hamm- Q, Q Hammonds. He flies around the ball. I mean, when he's determined, he he gets there pretty fast, whether it's in the secondary to recover or whether it's now he's I think he has sacking back to back games as at safety. Don't see that too often for an army safety getting sacks and back to back games. And that's all based on his reads and speed. So uh, Q Hammonds, he's really brought it the last two games and pretty been a pretty consistent presence all year long for them. Yeah.
1: I think we have to talk about um, Holy Cross was playing for something here. They they're trying to get into the um, into the uh, FCS tournament, and it's unlikely they're going to win to get the automatic qualifier for the Patriot League. Seems Lafayette has the edge. Um, <coughs>
0: I think that why, uh, why, would, why would we mention that, Seth? Why would we mention? No, that?
1: I, I, let's just say that they they came out to play hard. They played very hard there today, oh, yeah. yesterday. Uh, that they, they had something to play for. So I think we, I think we saw that their quarterback was impressive. You know, and he, he he really did. He really ran the ball very well, very similar to the Boston College quarterback uh, from a few weeks ago. Same type of a uh, quarterback, and he was very impressive running the ball. And yeah, you know, they they played. They wanted to win this game, so um, yeah, you got to look at it that way too. It's just not Army not playing well offensively. It's also here's a team that really wanted to make a statement.
2: I mean that that is one thing they mentioned. I was I was actually surprised when I turned on the game and Sluka was in there because he's he'd been out for. 2 3 weeks and you know he was he was Holy Cross's quarterback last year when they won 12 games or um well you know whatever they did uh last year i think they made it to like the FCS quarterfinals yeah. something like that uh before they were finally overwhelmed by one of those i don't know Dakota schools probably but um uh i mean he's like i mean he's a tremendous player he's he's one of the best certainly running qbs in FCS and um yeah, I mean I I was a little surprised that um that Holy Cross maybe didn't hold them out for the for their um final conference
1: game next week. But um I think this was the more important game for them. If they could be yeah. allowed- that, Cause I don't think they're going to win the, uh, they have to hope for Lafayette to lose too. I don't know. If, I think Lafayette. Won yeah.
2: That. They don't, they, they, they don't control their own destiny at this point. Right. But.
1: Yeah. So they, this was a big game to them. And uh, you know, I, I think they came out hard. They wanted to win the game. Um, uh, How many so, tackles did
0: he break? How many tackles did he break or slide through and stuff like that? Oh, in yeah. that game, that was, a, uh, you lose track of it. I mean, in one play, he might've broke like five tackles or something like that. He, he had some pretty good runs and um they when he needed to throw the ball and kind of when they were down army territory he, he had a couple of touchdown passes um you know in the second half. So um I don't know if he's um he an NFL prospect. I don't know, but um yeah, you know, I mean so Army's faced some pretty good quarterbacks this year for sure. You know, sure. And then and who knows if they're gonna face another one on Saturday against Coastal. I don't know if Grayson McCall is going to be he's missed the last three games I believe with a concussion, and Coastal Carolina's second and third string quarterbacks are undefeated right now since they started. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, it's,
2: I, I mean, I don't I don't think we know for sure, but I th- I think I think McCall might be done for the season.
0: Yeah, um, I mean they they have James Madison after Army. Um, I guess their backup quarterbacks also banged up, and they're going with this freshman Ethan Vasco, redshirt freshman, and they're. They're putting up points on the board, and so Army's defense. You know, you may think, okay, no Grayson McCall, but I mean they 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 have some they, they have some good wide receivers. Uh, coastal Carolina is going to be a challenge. I mean, we 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 can get to that in a few minutes about the preview and the uh, coastal game. Um, anything else? Um, did we miss anything else on this um, on this Holy Cross win that you guys want to talk about? Any specifics you want to bring up? No, I
2: think
1: we got it covered.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean just like uh I I I agree uh I agree that that I don't, Bryce Bryce and Daly just needs to be a little more accurate if they really want to make this offense go. I mean kind of the whole the whole point um as I remember being sold in the off season was like, you know, you it's essentially the same offense in terms of of power running, but then you you know, you really need those passes to break the back of the defense and um they you know there were a couple of successful passing plays i think uh yesterday that were that were really from thatcher's playbook one was the the long one that uh unfortunately wasn't a touchdown um and then you know army got stuffed at the goal line but that was that was a play where they essentially faked the wide receiver screen and meanwhile one of the guys who you think is blocking is just wide open downfield and um you know daily hit him in, in pretty good stride and then uh i think there was there was another one where it looked like an option play and then kind of like right at the last second um daily daily hit the receiver uh towards the sideline
0: yeah Tyrell i think Tyrell wrong. yeah yeah on that and that last like scoring drive i think or maybe on the drive yeah i
2: i think game. i think it was on the field goal drive but yeah. um uh,
0: that was yeah. quick. That was a quick pass. That was you didn't. I, the defense could not have expected that play. So
2: and and that's that's something that's supposed to be part of the bread and butter of the offense that we just haven't seen uh, a whole lot of this season. I I hope we see I hope we see a lot more of it versus Coastal.
0: Like I said, feed Tyrell the ball. I mean, if you can get him involved in the passing game and you get him running on the edge. And you pound Udo up the middle, and then Bryson picks his moments to run the ball, and there's holes there. I mean, there's there we've said this before. There's talent on this offense. It's just that it, it, got gotta get they still haven't got it together, really, to be honest with you. I mean that UTSA game was nice, but one out of ten this, or this, half or half here, half two. there.
1: There's seven and three. Who is UTSA.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I mean, probably Troy is seven and three too. Coastal seven and three. You know, this is not. I mean, this is not Boston College seven and three or now.
1: They lost yesterday. I think they're six and. I think they're six and four. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They lost.
2: But they'll be be going to a bowl game, which I think would surprise a lot of people based on expectations at the beginning of the season. Mm
1: -hmm. The reason I bring up uh, UTSA is uh, seven and three. I mean, Army beat them. and they're, yeah. a good team. they're a good team they beat them at, at UTSA uh you know you, you got to go back to it and say how did how did Army beat them were they were they not prepared were they uh, or did Army you know prepare? Well, and it could be a combination of both who knows but
0: I think that was kind of the, the turning point a little bit of the season where Army goes up to Syracuse and you know plays with Syracuse for a half and then the second half just didn't have it and you know kind of lost the momentum there and then kind of the slide kind of happens a little bit, but um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, this is, um, you got two games left. This season's flown by, right? And um, yeah. they, they pretty much have, other than the Isaiah Austin injury, they've really been able to kind of stay healthy Yeah, Bryson Daly missed the game. Right. And he, he had to come in in relief of another game because he got a little bit banged up, but the defense for the most part has kind of stayed together health wise. I mean, they pretty much go with the same 11 guys, for, for most of the season once Jackson Powell got in there I think second game of the season I mean they've pretty much been good on defense with the starting 11 and there's a lot of continuity there right there's a lot of seniors in that on that defense maybe could be the reasons why they're playing well and um they're they're sprinkling in guys like Brett Jarena in there and you know Caleb Fortner has really come on this year and the defensive will, will be challenged. You know, Coastal will mix it up. They'll run. They'll throw a little bit. Um, It's kind of like um, – Brendan, I don't know. I, I watch Coastal games, but I'm not good with, like, analyzing, like, schemes, so to speak. I thought what Army was getting into was this year was a little bit modeled after, like, the Coastal offense. Is that correct, incorrect, or I.
2: Not? uh I don't know if it's necessarily what Coastal's still running, but certainly what they had had put on tape the past couple of years. Uh, Jamie uh, Chad yeah, I had, I had, Chadwell. Yeah, uh Coach Chadwell. Yeah. Um, I think uh I think Munkett took a lot of inspiration from what he had been doing in terms of where he wanted to take the offense.
0: Yeah, and Liberty's 10 0, right? Liberty hasn't lost yet. They That's have correct. Not- yeah, that's yeah. Chadwell up there in the, up there in the Virginia there. Here we go. Once or twice a game the offense looks brilliant. We need more more of this on Saturday. Yeah, I mean they do show they do show signs certainly. And then there's times where it's three and outs and then there's times where you wonder you know the field position battles too. I mean Sometimes I just so holy, holy cross had six of their eight possessions in army's territory, right? I mean, this defense was constantly under fire on Saturday, and you know, they kind of respond with um, some really with Leo Lowen all over the place and Jabari Moore there, and Thank you. Um, Thank you. and uh, Bo Nicholas Paul, I thought, has brought a lot to the defense, not just with his turnovers, you know, just with his um add to toward the game he's he's made some plays in the run game sometimes and some tackles that have been pretty 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 spot on and um yeah so now um we go to the coastal um I'm trying to think if there's any news um since we had Jan last brendan that we haven't um really got into much I mean uh- oh yeah.
2: Last yeah, I mean the last time I was on was after Boston College, so there's been quite a bit that's wow. happened since
0: then. <laughs> welcome back, welcome back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh
2: <laughs> I, I mean I was I was at the LSU game in person,
0: um, which was Man, I'm uh, sorry. It, I'm so sorry.
2: You know what? Uh New Orleans is a very fun city, so uh I, I got to do that for two and a half days. Um, so that was fun. Uh let's see and yeah i mean army joining the aac kind of wish they had waited till after air force to make that announcement right. um yeah. but uh you know i mean you you can only do what you can do i'm sure i'm sure the conference themselves had a part in uh the the timing there as well um Man. you know i'm i don't know for for me it's like i i i i hope i hope they can I, well I think they can be reasonably competitive in the American, but I'm just like, you know, to 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 me, arm you know Army's conference is the CIC, and uh, they're still they're still dead last in overall CIC trophy wins, and um, you know, there's there's still I think like eight games behind Navy in the in the overall series, so I, I you know. Uh, people people like to throw around like hypotheticals like would you, you know would you rather have army you know closer to like six wins a season but dominating the cic or you know eight game eight wins a season but uh not doing as well there yeah, yeah. and i'm just like i'm like i think munkins uh, you know like I, I want munkin to stay there until he's on top of like all of the service academy mountains you know what? It's a good point.
0: It's a good point because right in, in the whole CIC trophy race, right? Army had the advantage by playing the independent schedule, right? And how they could, yes. set schedule, they could set their schedule up or they can at time, not necessarily lately, but they would have the bye week before the even the Air Force game. They would have the bye yeah. week. They haven't been doing it recently because I guess some schedule things that happened. But that was their advantage over you know Navy and Air Force. And now that will not be an advantage anymore. So now – it's, it's pretty much a level playing field when it comes to that. And, um, you, know, you, you, you know, you're you you know going to schedule. They want to schedule the one power five team plus the FCS team. So um, you're probably going to play that power five team earlier in the season, I imagine, before conference play starts, right? And then you're going to go right into conference play. And we'll see how that shakes out, our, you know, they're going to take SMU's schedule next year. No, they're not. You know, I mean, it just doesn't fit. But yet they have already a, conf- um, a conference game against Rice scheduled already. And they have Tulsa already on the schedule for future games, you know. So, I mean, that's all next year and fun. That's all next year and stuff. But it's good to see. So, um, real quick, in a nutshell, the LSU game. I mean – For probably you, it was probably a little bit of a bucket list game to see Army play at that venue, right? I mean, to a point, or what do you think about the atmosphere Uh, there and stuff? I mean,
2: you know, I mean, it was, it was, it was kind of, it was, I mean, it was full. And then, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of LSU fans left at halftime because I think they felt pretty secure that (laughs) the Tigers were going to walk away with the win. But, (laughs) i will I will say for the Army section pretty much pretty much all the army fans who bought a ticket stayed for the entire game and mm. and we applauded the team as they went back uh through the tunnel' cause, you because know, we knew like they had just gone through hell and um you know even if it even if a lot of things had broken their way they they probably weren't ever gonna gonna take that game but um I don't know. I was, I was, <laughs> I was a little more frustrated that they had such trouble with uh, with UMass the next week. I would have thought, you know, after playing LSU, you know, you play a team like UMass and you think, wow, these guys seem a little bit slower this week. But uh, I guess that didn't happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't. You, sometimes you just can't make things up. You know, sometimes things are just not meant to be, and that's kind of a little bit of the season so far this year. But you know, two games left. See if they can get this one against Cole. So maybe it'll be a similar game to get um, Holy Cross, where you know Army plays tough. It goes down to the uh, final minute, final minutes. We can hope. Uh, Kent, checking in. Do you feel Coach Munkin's post-game conference reactions have changed in the past years? He seemed more on the edge when Army did not play well. I expect him to be more upset Saturday, but he wasn't. Um, he wasn't happy, Seth
1: no not at all not happy at all i mean he 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 made it clear he's been saying the same thing all year that uh you know the offense is yes. making mistakes so he said it again you know uh somebody asked him um you know what could you do better on offense and uh it was a young guy who said asked him the question it was a fun question at the end Some yeah a young a young man about 10 12 years old and he goes you know it's gonna take uh i, I need a day to tell you that you know how to fix things and you know he um you know, do you have a lot of time? And and there's a lot a lot going on. He he's very candid with us about it. Um, so he he's he's definitely more quiet than he was in previous years uh in his reactions to us. Um, but he's he makes it clear that he's not happy and uh, with certain aspects of the game. And it's then like he talks Groundhog
0: about- Day. It's like groundhog day sometimes with this. Yeah, thing, yeah. You know, I mean it's the same stuff, they can't score on the goal line. Not necessarily – now it's the penalties over the turnovers. Part of the year it was the turnovers ca- causing the offense to sputter. Now it's the penalties. And now it's like the, these holding penalties, you know, where if you were in the triple option offense and you were in a close game and you were passing one to two times a game, you would not be getting these penalties, you know. So I think that's part of it, you know, because you know the old adage, when you throw the ball, you know, only one good thing can happen and a bunch of bad yeah. things can happen, you know. Yeah. So.
2: <laughs> I, I mean i i know he's definitely he's definitely frustrated with with the holding penalties uh i won't i i won't say which player but i i i read coach's lips uh at one point watching the game at home and he said and he clearly said effing this player again uh <laughs> after a holding penalty
0: <laughs> oh boy here we go let's answer this question guys this is the di- this is the weekly so. James Sartell wants to know what's what's up with uh, the use of a- Buchanan. He seemed to be used primarily for blocking, as opposed to the bowling ball. He can be.
1: It's what we talk about. We we, we don't understand it. Um, I don't understand it. Here's a guy who had a great career here. You know. You know. How many games in a row did he go where he? You know, it was a gain. He. You know, we made, they made a big deal out of it. He had no losses every time he ca- carried the
0: ball was for a gain. Uh, his, there's a point there's a place for Jacoby Buchanan right and that place is on the goal line but then they just use him as a blocker so I mean there's a place he's short yardage guy right short yardage guy you need two to three yards he should be a guy that can pick it up for you I mean there's been it's there's just not enough apparently footballs to go around in this backfield to be honest with you like finally Markell Johnson touched the ball on, uh, in the fourth quarter I'm right. sorry I'm like he had a great game against UTSA and he's been probably played a handful of snaps since. You know, and I mean he's got Markel Johnson has talent. You know, Markel Johnson has Mark Markel, Markel Johnson helped you win the Navy game last year in overtime. You know, what I mean, he can he's a I thought he was perfectly fit for this offense. Apparently, I know nothing about football. Um, you know, it's just like he he we haven't seen Hayden Reed much really? yeah you know i mean miles stewart yeah. was miles stewart got hurt miles stewart's not in the rotation anymore apparently um i don't know i mean he may be hurt still who knows i am not sure about that i'm sorry miles i'm not sure about that um but there's just one or two spots for like seven eight nine running backs right i mean who knows how deep David but that goes. can
1: work that can work If you're you're playing them, if you have that many players who can do it, take advantage of it. It doesn't seem to me that they're taking advantage. You know, you go back to the Air Force game, you know, Delhi did it all. I mean, they didn't use it, and it worked. It worked, and that's great. That's something we want to talk about. That's, That's something to be proud of. But then you also sit there and say, you have all these other players that we just mentioned, you know Noah's short too. I mean, this guy's had some really good games, and you know they go to him a little bit, but not a lot. Um, I, I don't quite understand it, and it's not for me to know anyhow. I mean, I'm sure they know a lot more about football than I do, but I, I still have to sit there and say why? Why aren't these guys in? Why aren't they being utilized as they have in the past, or they've done this year? I don't know the answer to that. It's it's you know again scratching my head.
0: Doesn't I mean could be dead. wrong. It seems to me that Drew Thatcher is a guy who will go with the high hand, so to speak. So Kanye Udo was running the ball pretty successfully. He had 200-yard games in a row. He had, like, I think a 76-yard game against UMass. I mean, he's he moves, you know, he first contact usually he gets past and moves the ball forward a little bit. I don't know. How many That's touches did you have
1: yesterday, Do we know? Huh? How many touches did um, Kanye have yesterday? I,
0: I'll have to look. I mean, it that's not a bunch, a not a bunch, not double digits. I wouldn't think so. a guy
1: who was hot in two games, you know, it, it wasn't
0: utilized as much in the F Force game. But yeah, of course, it's game planning, yeah. it's, I guess it's game planning. I don't know.
2: He had he had nine touches yesterday. He just wasn't as successful.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, James Sartell is saying it's not like they can't pull off the brotherly shove or the yeah you know, the Tush push. I'm going to call it the Tush push. James, you didn't call it the Tush push. Um, and let and let them rip, but I mean, it's just not, not in the not in the playbook apparently. James wants to add sure. Jarrell Dixon to that list. We haven't really seen Jarrell Dixon at all this year, other than special teams. Another guy that probably has a little bit of backfield talent. We have great players. Same at same. Some of them aren't being used as much for whatever reason. Says Ben Davis, Steve Miller. We're getting a lot of comments, guys. We really appreciate all the input tonight. Um, We need two backs in the backfield. You just have more capabilities. What do I know? Yeah, I mean, they do use – I was trying to chart that, um, how many times they use a single back in in, in the shotgun and how many times they use two backs. I think it's more like 60-40, maybe 70-30. It all depends. If they're throwing the ball, they might use two in the backfield. If they're running the ball, it depends. You know They try to mix it up. They try to keep the defenses off balance. It's not working. Not, they're not scoring points on the offensive side of the ball or many points um so i mean we talk about this offense all night long yeah <laughs> we could i mean could. there's talent there you know hopefully they get to hopefully it clicks we're waiting for it to click still in the week after 10 games it's as simple as that that's all that's all i can say really about it, to be honest with you anymore well,
2: I mean, it 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 clicked pretty well versus UTSA, and for whatever reason, they just they haven't really been able to return back to that form. Um, you know, I mean, uh, the, the, you know the with the Air Force game, you know, they got off to a quick start and they had a twenty point lead, and so I, I think it's fair for kind of the role of the offense to to change at that point. And if you have a twenty point lead and your defense is playing well. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure if Air Force had, had closed the lead at all, they, they would have opened the playbook back open a little bit, but you know, uh, you know, if you, if you're up by, if you're up by 20 points and your defense is playing like a house on fire, you know, I, I, th- I'm okay with the offense just going there and, and not fumbling the game away. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, like I keep saying, like, I, 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 I'm really hoping to see more of a,
0: a wide open affair, uh, this coming Saturday. Hopefully some fun. You know, some some fun football. Yeah. Some some stuff to where you're gonna because honestly, um, I forget who maybe it was a comment on um face uh Twitter, but somebody oh yeah, it was a comment on Twitter, a guy who who comments a lot on our story said that he thought when Jabari Moore made that play in the end zone, that was the last he's heard Mikey Stadium in a while. And with all due respect, that was a great play. By Jabari Moore. Great. But you would hope that you would hear Mikey steam loud when the offense does something really well, you know, really consistently good. You know, consistently good. And there's just not been that consistency consistency. James Sartell wants to give Bolombardi a shout out. He played well, showed some grit. I think Brady Small got a little dinged up at the end of the game, um against Holy Cross. So Bolombardi a senior was ready to go in there. Um I think I I saw Bolin Barty line up at like guard during warmups. He played tackle um, last year. He's been a very versatile guy for army. If they need um, some depth there. Um, Yeah. um, I don't know. We we really appreciate you guys uh, tonight with all the comments, man, we hit, we probably hit like 20, 20, 25 comments today. Really appreciate you hopping. on. We'll stay on for a couple more minutes. If you guys have anything else you want to, any opinions or uh, questions to get out there that, that'd be great um shoot Brendan real quick wanted to talk to you man I have to thank you I I, I owe you a big thank you for mentioning me in the uniform debate for the Army Navy game I mean so many mentions through there so many different people chiming in I stay out of it because that is not my uh, it's not my area you know, of I mean it's
2: it's it's pure fun speculation at this point because we know they're not even gonna announce it for another few weeks, but I, I was just feeling so good after the air force game. I was like, I was already fast forwarding to the Navy game. I was like, Ooh, what are they going to do? Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm predicting, uh, Teddy Roosevelt rough riders, although I I admit it's a bit of an outside, uh, pick, but if you look at the past, like seven years, the, you know, the, the history department has not repeated themselves in terms of, um, uh, you know the the campaigns they've been picking from it's it's been uh, incredibly diverse.
0: Yeah, it's and uh, it's, re- it's very cool. It's very we don't cool. have I don't have any insight on what they're gonna you know that what's gonna no. Be I
2: the mean year. they they, uh, they keep it as wrapped up as you know UFO evidence. You know, <laughs> is Army the
1: white uniform or the uh, dark uniform this year?
2: I think I think they're the it's it's an odd year, so they're the lighter uh, they're the lighter team this year. Right. Okay.
0: It'd be it'd be interesting to see what the um, I don't know. I always like the 10th Mountain Division uniforms because I guess that Army Navy game was snowing. And it was fitting when people ask me what's your favorite Army Navy uniform in the last you know five to seven ten years. I would say that's my, my favorite one. Me too. Me too. Yeah,
2: I've I have a soft spot for that one. Uh, if 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 I'm never that cold again in my life, I'll be very happy.
0: yeah there was a question from uh somebody tonight about you know are we going to the army navy game uh i know seth and i will be there i mean the cic trophies on the line gotta be there right so uh brendan you gonna make it or uh
2: i i put in for a sweepstakes but i'm I'm not planning on going unless somebody else is paying for
0: it (laughs) gotcha let's see a couple more uh uh Ken M saying that was a great one an exciting game no doubt so he' finished there that's not 20 2018 2017 that, 2017. 2017 yeah because yeah, yeah, that was
2: because that was when they had gotten the the CIC back for the first time since 96. Yeah.
0: let's see art checking in gone late uh how do you see Army matching with Navy who do you think will be favored in the game good first, question. Good question. Ooh, I think Navy will be favored. I think
2: <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying. Was Navy favored last year? I can't remember.
1: Mm, uh, I have um, to go or... back, but I think Army was favored last year I by think, a couple.
2: I yeah, I think Army was favored last year, but I felt like going into the game, Navy should have been favored. Hmm. Um, I think Army will probably be a slight favorite this year um, because Navy sure... Air Force. Yeah, well, I mean, Air, I mean, Air Force beat Navy by nine, and you know, Army beat Air Force by twenty. So, that Man. that old that old uh, you know, logic of college football. I, transit, I, agree. I agree. property.
1: I see Army being a two to four point favorite going into the game. You know, they both have one more game to play. Navy has one or two more games to play. Navy is what five, four and five, so nine. So they have two more games. Yeah, probably. I think.
2: Yeah, I think they still have
1: two more conference yeah. games. So they have. Um, so that trying- UAB
0: game by them was pretty impressive, right? Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. They were dogs. They were home dogs, and they 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 pulled it out impressively. So, um, how do they match up? Um, you know, it's going to be interesting. They 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 do play similar offenses. Uh, I think the Army defense is better than the Navy defense. Uh, I give the Navy offense a little bit of uh, an edge over the Army offense at at this point. They're scoring points. I
0: don't know. I don't know. I mean, Uh, I will say this. The Navy has two fullbacks that are pretty good, right, they are pretty experienced. And if they they can get those fullbacks going, that could be, you know, tough on Army's defense. Uh, Mike Falowski checking in. Navy's defense seems to be improving each week. Another low-scoring Army-Navy game this year. Yeah, probably. I mean, I
2: probably. mean the 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 service academy under has been one of the most uh consistent bets in college football the past, you know, 15 years or whatever. Although it it did go over uh cuz of the overtime uh Navy game last year, but um so, so I they... I've I don't know. I'm like I'm 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 hoping Army has a similar uh effort, um, against Navy, uh, compared to air force this year. Uh, I, I would really, you know, cause, cause, cause coach Ken's not there anymore. So Munkin doesn't have to worry about hurting his friend's feelings so they can, <laughs> they can pull out all the stops. They can run up the score if they get there. I mean, I, I I've never seen army run up the score on Navy in my lifetime. So I, I would love to see that.
0: Yeah, um Army's old friend Xavier Arline is still playing quarterback for Navy so we'll see how that works out. Um yeah, Navy still has uh bowl aspirations. They have two games left before the Army game and they have um East Carolina and SMU. So
1: SMU is a tough team. East Carolina they should beat, they'll probably be favored. Yeah, I
0: mean, SMU is tough. They have them at SMU, but hey, if you're playing for, you know, bowl eligibility, you know, who knows? Who knows? I mean, I, I, they they, they played better than I thought they would play this year, to be honest with you. And I think it will be pretty competitive. Yeah, they played a little bit of the quarterback shuffle a little bit at Navy. Um, but their their line is pretty good. Their offensive line has been pretty consistent, and their defense has been solid at times. And, you know, when it's an academy game, like we said, these games are going to be low scoring. And let's uh, see, Miller, Navy's offense is moving the ball when I've watched them. Yeah, lately. Lately, yeah. They, they also they also beat Charlotte 14 nothing. So I mean They lost the temple. They lost the temple last week and again they Yeah, they they, they, got,
2: they got they got beat bad by Temple. Um They did. I mean his, history certainly on Army side just because it's it's very rare that there's a tie in the CIC series. Um and also Navy's only won four CIC games since 2016 like they've they've been that much out of it so yeah um i, I don't know I, if if i I would i would just say like you know if, if army gets a big win against navy that like that that covers up a lot of bruises from uh the past couple of seasons
0: yeah um so this this year might be like you look at navy with the two games left right so they're not getting that extra week off that army is getting this week this year right
1: They never do, they
0: never do. They always go two weeks. Yeah, well, when Army goes to the conference play, it'll be be, that might be the same. So hey guys, uh, we're gonna um thanks so much tonight for joining us, everybody, with their comments and questions. Uh, we recapped the 1714 Army win over Holy Cross. We talked a little bit about Brendan's trip to LSU. We brought back our friend Kel Walker. Brendan mentioned today uh, briefly, uh we really appreciate a shout out to Kel and uh, thanks a lot. Check out our website. I'm going to be writing a couple more things in the next couple of days. Quick thoughts, uh, hopefully something on the special teams big punt block there. And um, Seth will have the Tuesday press conference coverage of Jeff Munkin ahead uh, of the Coastal Carolina game. A game that I've been looking forward to for a long time. Uh, being my stepson graduated from Coastal, we, I, I don't make any bones about it i'm a coastal carolina football fan too so um this is like my wife and daughter are coastal me kind of switzerland and you know we'll we'll see we'll see what happens on saturday at mikey stadium but we really appreciate you guys uh um jumping on we'll just get these comments in real quick thanks steve steve miller thank you kent thank you for coming on and joining us ven as always art thanks for joining us and uh We'll see you again, uh, hopefully, uh, next weekend with uh, some good news on an Army uh, win over Coastal Carolina and the Chanticleers. Have a good night, guys. Thanks, Seth. Thanks, Brendan. Good
1: night, guys.